Taking stock on News Talk. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. This is Gavin McLaughlin with you on Taking Stock, and we're joined now by David Whelan, CEO of Immersive VR Education. David, you're very welcome. Thanks for joining us. No problem. It's good to be back. We're talking about something called the metaverse, David. So you better explain what the metaverse is. Yeah, so the metaverse is an always-on digital location. So um, think of it like back 20 years ago when the World Wide Web um, came about. And as it is today, the World Wide Web is web pages, which are all flat web pages where you retext and you look at video and you can communicate by video and you can go shopping. The metaverse is a fully realized digital world where there will be virtual avatars, so a digital representation of yourself that can walk around in a 3D space, kind of like a video it's like, game. Yeah, like a, or The Sims. That's kind of what, what comes uh, Exactly, kind of like The Sims. But imagine like this new metaverse, which is like a new type of internet where you can physically walk into um, store locations and shops and pick up 3D digital items and look at them like it could be a hat as an example. And you could buy maybe a digital version of that hat for your avatar to wear as avatar clothing. Or if you like the look of the hat on your digital avatar, you can click on a button and then you can get the real version of that clothing uh, delivered to your house. And the way that these virtual worlds are connected in this meta metaverse is you walk through portals or doorways. So instead of getting a hyperlink that you type in on a web browser to get to a new web page, you will actually physically walk through a portal or a bridge or a door that will bring you to another location. Mm. And that's exactly... So it's, it's um, teleportation, Dave. Teleportation, yeah, kind of like um, uh, Star Trek um, <laughs> or uh, Stargate, you know, if, if you've ever seen that, where you walk through a portal and you're, you're in a new world, a new meta world. Mm. All right, it does sound like a bit of fun, all right. Now, uh, you guys, I suppose, are, are hooked into this because what you do is you provide software that uh, helps enable these virtual reality worlds, I suppose, is probably the best way to describe it. Is this a new growth opportunity for you that maybe you wouldn't have expected when you were starting out? No, so the um, the term metaverse really has become popular in the last six months because companies like Roblox and uh, Facebook have actually started talking about the metaverse. But in reality, We've been building a metaverse platform over the past five years, and it's called the Engage platform. It was primarily designed um, in the early days as an education tool where we had a virtual reality classroom where you can teach any student anything um, you know, from anywhere in the world um, you know, and feel like you're in a real classroom. But all the tools that we've developed over the years in the education front lend themselves actually very well to um, enterprise um, events, uh, you know, and enterprise use cases. And especially when COVID uh, came around, there was a big push then to online communication and remote team collaboration, where when you're on a Zoom call, if you have 10 or 15 people on a Zoom call, it's very hard to get any business done. The person who's talking is really taking over the whole the whole meeting and the other people are just sitting waiting for their turn. But when you do um, uh, a daily stand-up inside virtual reality, inside Engage, you can have 15, 20 people in the room and you're standing up, you're walking physically over to a virtual whiteboard, you know, you're doing your, your, your planning session there and you can actually stand and you can whisper in somebody's ear next to you without disturbing the presenter oh. so it's actually a more natural way of communication so instead somebody putting uh, a video somebody is droning on at the lectern and you can kind of get up and get your virtual avatar up and go and walk over to the corner and uh, hang out with somebody more interesting 
you can yeah or you can even walk up and tap the guy in the back of the head you know and <laughs> um you know but actually the, the the meetings themselves so when covid hit back uh a year and a half ago, um, all my staff got up and we left the office. The office is still empty. We do all our daily meetings and stand-ups inside virtual reality. And when COVID hit, we had a staff of 30. Now we have a staff of 75. We're going to grow to probably about 120 before the end of the year. That's how busy we've got with these opportunities. But the thing with our Engage platform up until now is we've been selling it as a business-to-business tool where a company would come to us, they'll buy maybe a thousand user accounts and use it internally. And you'd never see other businesses inside because they're all using it internally for private meetings. Whereas this new metaverse, uh, the Engage Oasis is what we're calling it, is designed for business where for the first time these businesses can actually have their always on persistent world worlds where people can walk in and talk to the employees if they want to they can go to sales events or they can go to networking events or from the comfort of their own home so it's a completely different um, um, offering that we're going to be providing um, and it's going to be launching early next year yeah let's just talk a little bit more about how it works because i mean it's obvious if there's one company using this there's kind of one environment that you guys have built up in the system and and everyone plugs into that but if it's something for loads of companies i presume it's the same idea that uh, there's kind of one central environment and all these different companies can can plug into it but how do you make sure you are the guys who are actually building this thing that that people are using because i I presume there's a lot of uh, competitors in this space who's kind of managing the 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 central environment that, that these people are interacting with yeah, so in our one, we um, control the central plaza. So when new people log in, they'll get into the central plaza and then they can walk and explore and um, they go to the different portals to different locations. So each company that comes to us that wants to build their own meta worlds is what we're calling them. They control everything that happens inside. So they can say, look, but, but Dave, it seems it. it seems to me there should just be one for everyone to get involved in. That's the most efficient way rather than having millions of them. Or, or am I wrong on that? No, um, there needs to be multiple ones. So, you know, with social media as an example, so I have a different persona on Facebook than I do on LinkedIn. So I use LinkedIn for my business um, business network and professional outreach. And then on Facebook, then it's for friends and family. So there's two different networks there. With the metaverses that people are talking about, there's lots of different ones popping up all over the place. There's a lot of metaverses really catered for kids, you know, and teenagers, like seven to 17 years old. So Facebook are making one. Microsoft have made one called Allspace. Um, Roblox is very kid-friendly. Um, you know, there's uh, the Fortnite game from Epic that they're turning that into a metaverse. When you go into those platforms, there's a lot of kids in there. And they could be a lot of fun, but they can also be um, a lot of messing as well. Like if you ever go in there for any amount of time, eventually you're going to be standing next to a 12-year-old who's going to scream absolute abuse at you, like Xbox Live, yeah. um, you know, that kind of area. Whereas what we're building is something that is totally focused on uh, professionals, business organizations. It's a place for actual business to happen, you know, not just attending yeah. events or buying buying like a, an avatar t-shirt and going paintballing with somebody. This is designed for business use cases. Okay, so it, it is, I can understand your point. You want to have a standalone metaverse only for certain people that way you can have control about what's going on in there our guest here on news talk is david whelan ceo of immersive vr education COVID has probably been a boon for you i mean you've kind of alluded to this already but let's just dig into that a bit more yeah so with COVID and everybody forced online that a lot of the digital transformation or adoption that we would have thought would have maybe taken three to five years actually happened within three to five months and 
one of the great things um, that happened for us as a business is that a lot of these huge corporations, so Facebook actually uses us as an example, they're a client of ours and the HTC are a client of ours. They normally would have events for their employees where they'd get the employees to a physical location. They'd watch the CEO give a, give a, give a talk and then they'd all network. And they tried to do that on video platforms. And the feedback was really awful where people didn't really enjoy these online events where all they were watching was PowerPoint after PowerPoint or keynote after keynote. And the only interaction was sending text messages to each other in the sidebar. And that's if somebody would respond. So they were starting to look for alternatives. And then they were finding us as a spatial service where you could have that physical type event in a virtual setting. So you could go and watch the CEO talk if you want, or you can get up out of your seat, walk down the corridor, meet maybe um, a sales executive or meet somebody else who's at, at the event and strike up a conversation and start business. And then the feedback that we were getting is they really loved the network elements of it. So they were coming back for more and more events. And the great thing about these virtual events is that it was the CEOs and the CTOs were actually giving the keynote talks. So they would get their hands on VR headsets. We'd have to go in and provide them some training. We'd actually get a, um, a quite good uh, rapport going with those people. And then we'd actually upsell them on Engage accounts okay. using it for, you know, for their remote teams where they might have a yeah. collaboration team that's struggling with video. Yeah, but you've kind of alluded to perhaps the big issue with this one, people need to be trained on how to use it, and it, it does sound fairly complicated. And number two, of course, they have to buy the headsets, which are going to cost money. So, I mean, let's be honest, there's a lot of cost involved there, and maybe people will say, do you know what, we'll stick with Zoom. They um, they actually don't need the headsets. So in quite often, the events themselves, the a lot of people would join on their mobile phones or tablets, and they can join in. And it's not the same as video. So yes, you are looking at a two D screen, but you can move around in the environment, and you can still get that spatial um, service. You know, you're not just um, stuck looking at whatever's being cast out to the person. And the headsets themselves actually are, have got really inexpensive. So there's a, a headset out there called the Oculus Quest, which is three hundred euros. Fantastic device, um, uh, really still good dear quality. Enough. Ah, it's, it's, well, not for a company like so. If you're going to save one of your staff members traveling just one time, right? Let's say um, you've, you've staff in Ireland and they need to go to London once. So flights over and back, that's probably your 300 euros gone. A hotel for the night then, probably 200 euros if they're in London, two, 300 yeah. euros. And then you're paying for the staff wages as well. And they might have to do that maybe four or five times a year. So it gets quite expensive where if you can get them a headset and just, and just um, pay for it once, you're already, um, you know, you're already quids in if you just save them traveling once. I know no one was traveling last year, but now with vaccines um, on the rollout and, and people starting to return to the office, they're still looking at better ways to work remotely because a lot of staff now, um, I especially see it in Dublin, um, you know, if their employee employers are actually forcing them to get back into work, get back into offices, a lot of employees now are starting to ask themselves, do I really need to be sitting in a car for an hour, an hour and a half every day? You know, am I happy in this job? I was happy working remote. I was productive working remotely. You know, I could be even more productive if I was in a virtual office. And that's that's why we're really starting to get a lot of take up now. Yeah, well, certainly on the conferences and that, the, the whole issue of traveling for a conference, given the, the climate implications of that, I'm just not sure it, it's justified anymore. I mean, when you started out, we, we, you've said it already, one of your big areas of focus w was education. But but it sounds to me, David, like this, this whole area of just enabling what do you want to call it, corporate interactions, that might be the big area for you now going forward. 
It is. And actually, we're changing the company name. So you got me just at the right time. Our, our name uh, going forward is going to be Engage XR Holdings PLC. We only announced that uh, last week. And um, also as well, we have a new commercial hire starting, a guy called Frank Poor, um, a very experienced uh e-commerce um, entrepreneur um, from Silicon Valley. Um, he, uh, his last company had $30 billion in revenue. So he's coming on the board with us, which will be in uh, the newspapers tomorrow anyway. And he's really going to help guide us along the monetization of this meta world. So it's uh, our metaverse that we're building. So it is very exciting times down here in Waterford. You're not at break even yet. When do you anticipate no. you'll get there? Um, we think in the next uh, year and a half to two years, and um, we think we'll have, be at break even. Like if I stopped hiring people in the morning, we'd be at break even very, very quickly, but we are scaling right now. Um, so like our revenues for Engage were up over 100% on last year, you know, and uh, we seem to be doing record revenue uh, month on month on the platform. So it's, uh, it's definitely time to grow. Okay, well, we leave it there, uh, Dave. Very interesting stuff. I've got to say, I was kind of sceptical about the whole area, but listen to you describe how it works. I can kind of see why it is uh, better than the old uh, Zoom calls, which we're all quite sick of. That's uh, David Whelan, CEO of Immersive VR Education. Thanks very much for being with us. No worries. Thank you. Taking stock on News Talk. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling.